Greatness takes time. It takes hard work. I had a colleague here at Focus on the Family who was telling me about his coaching experience and how he tries to help other coaches and his players understand that grit is something that really leads to greatness. It's time. It's consistency. It's being intentional. That's how you get good at something, and that's how you get good at marriage. I'm John Fuller, joined by my Focus colleagues, Aaron and Greg Smalley, and we're going to hear now uh, from Bill and Pam Farrell. They uh, have been on the broadcast a number of times. They're really popular guests, and they discuss a concept they call a marriage meetup, and here they are now talking about that with Focus president and broadcast host Jim Daly. Bill and Pam, welcome back to Focus. Uh, so good to be here. Yay. <laughs> I love your enthusiasm. Yeah. Isn't that fun? It's we fun. Miss it is fun. Y'all. Well, let me ask yeah. Bill. Is that fun? <laughs> yeah, and it's and, and it's genuine. Like she, oh, uh, absolutely. I, I told Pam early in our marriage, you, you cannot drink coffee because you came into the world pre-caffeinated. <laughs> so. That is very true. Yeah. Pam yeah. is loaded with energy. Okay, so early this morning, I was getting ready for the show, and I was reading the prep, and I Jean sat down to have a cup of coffee with me. And uh, she was saying, you know, I kind of explained the concept of marriage meetups. And she said, oh, I like that. And I was like, really? (laughs) (laughs) See, today's your chore is to win me over. But my wife, she loved the idea. She said, we should do this. Amen. So I think we're she's we're gonna, my new best friend. She, we're going to be starting to do the marriage you, meetup you mean weekly. We're advocates today. Is yes, that, absolutely. This, this is an intervention. This right. is the beat down of Jim Daly. But you know, frankly, that's what's funny. I mean, I think typically opposites marry. Not they always, do. and I get that. But um, I think in this area, Gene really connected with the concept of having a weekly marriage meetup and talking things over. And I was like, I've got so many meetings. That's not a meeting I want to have. And that's probably something you encounter all the time, right? Oh, it is. But hey, it's got some upsides to this meeting that probably your other meetings do not have. Yeah. (laughs) That is well said. Invest wisely. And, and, you know, John, in your introduction, you mentioned we've been married over 40 years, which seems kind of impossible like it gets here so fast but we didn't write this book early (laughs) even though we've been doing this our whole marriage right because the reaction we get is really it's is it that much work like like, really (laughs) i feel so stupid right now (laughs) and we um you know, we've been asking ourselves, okay, how do we do this in a way that people can relate to Mm -hmm. because when you say hey you should have a business meeting with your your partner like no, yeah. I do those. I have a lot. I have plenty of those. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to do that with my spouse. Right. And when the whole COVID shutdown hit, you know, and everybody was just home, we thought this is a good time to get this written. That's you one know, long meeting. That's it, one long exactly, meeting. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, a lot of us during COVID were like, "Oh, wow, my life just changed. Everything closed down. I have nothing to do." But I was on a call with some uh, friends from around the world, and one wonderful prayer warrior from UK said, "This is a great opportunity. This is our time <laughs> to write all the great classics. Shakespeare, during you know the bubonic plague, wrote three of his classics, and." Um, so I thought, okay, yeah. I mean, Paul wrote some of his great letters from jail. I mean, that's pretty much lockdown, right? So I approached Bill and I said, we've talked about it, uh, the marriage meetup in lots of our, like even in our bestseller, Men Are Like Waffles and Like Spaghetti, we mention having a marriage meetup and some of our other books may give a little more credence to it. Um, but I said, we need to actually write out the template that we've been using since uh, our first year in marriage was our first marriage meetup. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, you guys have been practicing this for a long years. time. Yeah, um, and, and the reason why I think people resist it 
is the big disruptor of intimacy is responsibility. So when you get married and you're, you know, you first add it, your responsibility is off on the side and you're just focused on each other. And then every year adds more responsibility. Yeah. And pretty soon it gets in the way of intimacy. You know, I relate to Jean's enthusiasm. It's like for her, it's a solution to something she's, you know, wanting, you know, let's clarify some of these things, et cetera. Well, let's get into it. How did the meetups, the marriage meetups help? you two with conflict and disagreements over parenting. Let's right. go right to the jug. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that we started doing a marriage meetup before we were parents because even some of our discussions, we call it our Monday morning marriage meeting. That's what we called it And you do on. it on Monday, no yeah, less. Yeah. Uh, okay, you're that, really winning me over here. I know. <laughs> Bill was a pastor, so Monday was our day off. Okay. So that's right. why it landed there. Yeah. Um, he was a youth pastor when we first started. So some of our conversations conversations were even about like when do we want to have kids you know how many so sometimes you tackle some big issues and sometimes it's the little annoying issues that you oh give us one of those let me give you a specific example so so pam and zachary have this like connection to each other because they just get one another yeah zachary has a completely different personality for me so i have to learn about zach i don't instinctively get him Mm -hmm. so he's in high school and we decide he needs to get a vehicle before he leaves to college. Well, for me, getting a vehicle is a very practical discussion. Like sure. We need to find something that's practical, something that's reliable, something that will suit his needs. But Pam and Zachary have an emotional connection to this vehicle. Right. Zach <laughs> a wants particular a, one. Yeah, lifted truck, you know, with big <laughs> wheels. Totally impractical. Uh, but so I it come to the expresses meeting himself. And I'm thinking we have to have a budget for this yeah. This purchase. We have to have reasons why it's a good vehicle, and it needs to be relatively economical. Those are not the reasons that Pam's bringing to the that meeting. That sounds like a yeah. Honda or a Toyota to me. <laughs> right, which our third son did drive. Yes, right. And the first time Pam said to me, we need to get him a truck or he's going to be mad for years. Oh, now the leverage. And I'm like, who cares if he's mad? That and may I'm be like, a, honey, it's his, it's his person. We're it's like how here. he expresses himself. And, you know, he wants to make a statement. He lives big. Okay. He ended up getting a So I'm you know, sitting scholarship. in this meeting going, I trust Pam. And I know Pam understands Zach better than I do. But I don't like her reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> I love this honesty. But you know, so we had that space that was set there, and we could take our time over a few weeks to make that decision. Yeah. And so we decided we did need to bring Zach into this, and <laughs> he did good. need to have a budget and et cetera. So if he could find what he wanted under the budget that Dad said, yeah, you could have your lifted truck. And that's exactly what happened um, because Bill is very practical and my husband can find like a deal. He just found like a free jacuzzi on Craigslist and put it in <laughs> our like in his parents' backyard. So when we're over caregiving, we have a little spot oh that's ours. I mean, yeah. That so is he's pretty really good. good. He's a deal finder. So we got Bill on board and um, Zach did get that lifted truck, which, you know, for a guy who's like the captain of the cheer team at University of Louisville, that's the kind of statement he wanted to make. I'm, you know, I'm a man's man. I can like throw girls and raise them over my head on national TV. He's just like larger than life. Has he ever dropped anybody? He's never dropped anybody. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. I'm just always curious about that. And he just, uh, he just transitioned out 
out of 10 years being a strength coach at mm. University oh, of Louisville. Great. And you know how he went out? He did a backflip and then led the crowd in C-A-R-D cards. Well, that's good stuff. And Greg, I wonder if you'd speak to the idea that the Farrells addressed of consistency. Like, And, and this is something... Uh, it's just a thread that we've kind of stumbled across here in these past several episodes. But consistency can really help a relationship, can't it? It really can. You know, when you do something as a couple on a regular basis, it becomes really more of an attachment ritual. Mm. So, for example, you know how Aaron and I now say goodbye in the morning. You know, if we do that and give that some thought and are intentional about that every day, well, that becomes a, a ritual, how we you know, greet each other when we come home after a long day's work, whoever comes in the door, you know, second, how we greet that person, boy, that can make such a difference. That becomes a little ritual that really uh, strengthens our attachment, our our bond as a couple. You know, how you say goodnight. Um, Are we intentional to have dinner together? Are we going for a regular walk you know, all those things then start to become part of our identity. It's who we are. Yeah. And, and the, the benefit there is that it really does create a very strong bond, a strong connection. Yeah. Well, the Farrells have written uh, a set of companion books called Marriage Meetups, and they're going to help you practice having that kind of a weekly meeting that they were talking about. Uh, we have them here at the ministry. They're available for a gift of any amount to focus on the family. And you'll find the link in the show notes. And also, we have a brand new podcast featuring Greg and Aaron, Crazy Little Thing Called Marriage, which has different guests, uh, more in-depth conversations than we can have here. And we're going to link over to Crazy Little Thing Called Marriage uh, in the show notes as well. Well, next time we'll hear from Dr. Julie Slattery. Uh, She'll have a fun story about getting pulled over on the highway And uh, for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Smalley. And I'm Aaron Smalley. Marriage is an amazing gift from God, but it can also be a challenge sometimes. That's right. We could all use a little guidance. And that's why we started our podcast, Crazy Little Thing Called Marriage. We talk about things like recognizing conflict cycles, dealing with stress, and how to grow your love each day. Listen at crazylittlethingcalledmarriage.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We can't wait to see you there.